You're listening to Your Best Life, powered by Mercy One. Join us as we have a fun conversation with certified experts and physicians about health topics for you and your family. It's Your Best Life, our one purpose. It is Heart Month, and today we're going to find out about the ABCs of heart health. To learn more about that, we're going to go to our friend Jenna with one of our heart experts. Hello, everyone. I'm Jenna Renstrom from Mercy One Siouxland Medical Center located in Sioux City, Iowa. And it is February, so we are talking about heart health and who better to talk to us about that than one of the people in the mix of heart and vascular care here in Sioux City, and that is Curtis Hogan-Dorn, a nurse practitioner in our Heart and Vascular Center. Thanks, Curtis, for being with us. You're welcome. Tell us a little bit about what you do on a day-to-day basis. So, yes, I'm a nurse practitioner. I work here at Mercy One, and I work, I specialize in heart care. Been working here for about seven years, and I work along with the cardiologists. Right now, I do mostly rounding in the hospital, so if patients were to come to the hospital with AFib or a flutter or high blood pressure or a heart attack, um, pretty much anything that's heart related. A lot of times the hospitalist will consult me to come and see that patient and make recommendations on uh, what, how to speci- the specialty care for that disease process. What's rewarding for you about working with cardiac patients specifically? Ever since I went into the healthcare field, I have been very interested in cardiac care. Cardiac care is obviously, uh, um, it's a, kind of an endemic in the U.S. Um, prior to uh, COVID, coronary artery disease was the number one killer of patients. And um, there's so many things that are involved with that. Also, like hypertension, high cholesterol, smoking, diabetes, and it has a large effect on the body and a large effect on everyone's health. So I enjoy taking care of patients and being able to make that difference in people's lives. I know so much about um, cardiac health is healthy lifestyles, having the educational yes. tools to know what to do to extend your life and extend um, that uh, your heart health. So as we look at February as American Heart Month and focus on education. Let's talk about hypertension first. First of all, back to basics, what is hypertension? So hypertension is basically where the pressure in your vessels is higher than it should be around your body. And it has a lot of long-term complications, a lot of, uh, can have a lot of negative effects on your body if you don't take care of it. more recently, they've changed what hypertension really is, con- what's considered hypertension. Most recently, the guidelines are for younger people above, above 130 and for people above age 50 to 60 range, above the 140 to 150 range. Um, and basically, the biggest thing is if we leave it high for too long, it can cause a lot of problems. This is something that could affect older patients, of course, but are you seeing it more in in people of younger age? So, yes, we see it in all age groups. And the biggest thing that causes hypertension is um, being overweight and not enough exercise, not um, taking care of ourselves, eating too much salty foods, eating foods that are probably not as healthy for us as we should should be eating. Um, So we're seeing it in a lot of people. 
Um, and obviously there's a reason they call it the silent killer because usually people do not feel it. People don't know that they're having it. Um, so it just makes it even more important to be checking your blood pressure and making sure you know what your blood pressure is. Absolutely. But I do want to mention or, or have you give us some advice, Curtis, um, about keeping up with that, especially your blood pressure, specifically your blood pressure before you maybe walk in the door of an actual cardiology office. So what can I do along with my primary care physician or provider to keep tabs on that? Right. So the biggest thing is routine follow up with your primary care provider and having them watch your blood pressure. Also, all many pharmacies such as Walgreens have a blood pressure, excuse me, blood pressure machine there that you can use um, to check your blood pressure. Blood pressure machines are relatively cheap over the counter also for people to just watch your blood pressure. Um, but watching your blood pressure is very important because if it's high for a number of years, that's when we start running into trouble. So high blood pressure, you won't feel that your blood pressure is high. So I see a lot of patients that come in 10, 20 years after when they should have started treating this blood pressure because it was too high. At that point, is it too late or is there always time to make healthy choices, um, take those baby steps to reverse or at least pre prevent further damage? There's always time to reverse things somewhat and, and improve things moving forward. So if people, if someone comes in with high blood pressure, we always recommend things such as diet and exercise as a first line to try to do better and get the blood pressure down. Obviously, there's tons of blood pressure or lots of blood pressure medications out there that can be used to treat high blood pressure um, that we can give also. The biggest thing is getting the blood pressure down if it is above that range of the 130 or the 150 for those age groups. But the biggest thing, most important thing is prevention is key with all of this. And the most important thing is to watch it so that you can catch it as soon as it's happening. Which makes me think about um, a topic I had talked with Dr. E about just a few months ago. And that is a concern that um, not everyone is getting into the doctor regularly. And so this, again, just another point to underscore, even though we're still within a pandemic, even though we all lead busy lives, that regular check-in with your physician or provider, that's just the key to, to all of this, right? Correct. Usually, I mean, recommend every six months to a year you should be seeing a primary care provider who can do just a quick workup, make sure that your blood pressure is appropriate, make sure that some of your labs, a quick check of your cholesterol levels. We're seeing high cholesterol in people a lot younger these days also. So it just makes it very important to watch and make sure that we're catching this stuff early on. And we want to give you um, listening some easy tips to remember how to improve your heart health. So this year, the American Heart Association is looking at the ABCs of heart health and acronyms are, are always good to help us remember these important Correct. points. So we're going to go through the ABCs, Curtis, which are take aspirin, control blood pressure, which we've just talked about, manage cholesterol, and don't smoke. So again, A, that A would be take aspirin. What do you recommend 
And this is probably something that should be done in consultation with a physician, right? Correct. So aspirin is a very good thing for a certain subset of patients. I would strongly discourage starting aspirin without talking to your physician, either primary care provider or a cardiologist if you're currently seeing one. Um, most patients that have a history of heart problems or history of vascular disease, coronary artery disease, these patients need to be taking an aspirin. There's a lot of benefit in it. There used to be some recommendations for patients to start taking aspirin as they get older, like usually around age 40 to 50. That's actually a contraindication these days, or we don't recommend it anymore, because aspirin can actually cause a lot of problems with your GI system, can cause bleeding that's, um, that, that um, is not something that you want to have, um, also cause ulcers in the stomach, um, and actually there's a lot of more negative outcomes from it if too many people are taking it. So usually we would just recommend consulting with your doctor and seeing um, so we can get get people that are just in a certain subset of the population on the aspirin. And the recommended dose is 81 milligrams for most patients. So that baby aspirin, as we might think of it. Yes. I seem to remember a few years back there being a big push about if you feel like you're having a heart attack, if you have certain symptoms, again, go to that aspirin. Is that still a recommendation? Yes. So if you feel like you're so if you're having chest pain, feel like you might be having an acute heart attack or an acute event, you should still be chewing the 324, 325 milligram aspirin. So it's four baby aspirin or a full aspirin and you should chew it is the best way for that. Um, best way to take that, excuse me, and obviously seek ER right. attention immediately. immediately after doing that. Okay, so that's our A, take aspirin. B, control blood pressure. We've talked a lot about this already, but again, to recap, how do you do that, controlling your blood pressure? So controlling blood pressure, number one thing we always reiterate to patients is trying to start with diet and exercise and trying to be in that BMI that's the normal range helps with this. That's one of the hardest things in the world and it's hard for a lot of people and we understand that the bigger thing is if it is high and out of range, blood pressure medications to help control it and and follow up to make sure we have you in, in that range. Um, the biggest thing is high blood pressure doesn't hurt you right now. It's going to hurt you in 10 or 20 years if you leave it behind, leave it high. All right. We went through A, B, C, D is don't smoke. How does smoking increase the risk of heart problems, Curtis? So smoking increases the risk of heart problems because it increases the ability or it increases the amount of plaque that can build up on the vessels of your of your excuse me the walls of your vessels so the biggest thing that smoking does for to affect heart health is it increases the risk of coronary artery disease like the blockages around the heart and heart attacks so obviously we strongly discourage smoking in um, as cardiac professionals um and it is a very difficult thing to stop if you are someone who's smoking, but we usually recommend medications to try to help, um, either Zyban or Chantex. It's the two that we usually recommend. The research shows that quitting without medications is usually 
um, in the single digits with the percent of people that are able to quit. So and really usually, reach out and, yeah. and again, talk to your doctor. You guys are here to help. Yes, of course, we're here to help. And these medications, um, the, for example, the research from these medication companies shows about a 50% or higher success rate of quitting. So very important to... Uh, Chantex kind of has a really bad name out there and I talk to a lot of patients that say I don't ever want to touch that stuff there's nightmares there's lots of bad dreams vivid dreams people talk about but this medication really is a important tool for stopping smoking and there's a new recommendation actually to use half of the dose mm -hmm. that can get rid of a lot of the side effects but still is very successful to help with people to uh, kick the habit of smoking that's great to hear. So those are the ABCs of heart health. Take aspirin, control blood pressure, manage cholesterol, and don't smoke. Great advice, Curtis. We appreciate your expertise. Um, as we look at this topic that I know you're so passionate about and that we want our patients to be empowered to talk to their providers about, is there anything that you'd like to add? Just the biggest thing for February and being heart health uh, month, the biggest thing is prevention. It's always easier to prevent the disease than to try to treat it once it's there. And, you know, this heart disease and coronary artery, artery disease is uh, such a big problem in America. The big things, um, just reiterate, making sure you watch your blood pressure and get that under control if it is elevated. Cholesterol is really, really important. Make sure it's under control. Stop smoking if you're smoking, stay away from it if you're not, and control diabetes is a big, big one also. So it's important to go to your your primary care provider and and make sure that you, you have all of this under good control so that we can make sure that we're preventing this. I know you're happy to work with patients uh, when they come see you here at the hospital, but even happier to work with them on a healthy lifestyle um, ahead of time. Absolutely. And that's always what we reiterate. Thanks, Curtis. Appreciate your perspective. And uh, as you put on your red this month, keep these tips in mind. Uh, keep your future heart health in mind. And we're here to help you along the way and proud to do so. Thank you. Thanks so much for that, Jenna, the ABCs of heart health. Hey, if you're interested in more heart health content, I want to let you know about a few other episodes we've got in our feed. We also want to hear your feedback. You can send that to podcast at mercyhealth.com through an email, or you can go to our website, which is mercyone.org slash podcast. Send us a question, send us a topic idea, or just say hi. Until next week, live your best life.